You are listening to the Stand with Dignity podcast. Please subscribe to our channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In the name of Allah, the most merciful, the most compassionate, all praise due to our Lord, the cherisher, the sustainer, the provider, the creator of the universe. May his peace and blessings be upon all the great messengers, prophets, leaders that he sent to mankind. Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and the seal of the prophets, Muhammad, peace be upon him and his noble family, specifically his grandson, Imam Hussein, who is a source of inspiration, a source of energy, a source of enlightenment and revival for the entire mankind. Let me, in the beginning, my friends, congratulate and thank those organizers, volunteers at Stand With Dignity and Message of Peace who are organizing this, the annual Imam Hussein Day Interfaith Conference. Let me greet you, greet all the participants in this important conference that brings different people of faith with different perspectives, but all of them are united in fighting for universal peace, universal justice, universal human rights. It's all about human rights. God created us and he wants us to defend the human rights. Humans have to be live, have to live in dignity, in honor, with respect on this planet Earth. And this is the core message of Imam Hussein alayhi salam. Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, gave his life 1400 years ago for this specific reason, that all people should be treated with equality, with honor, with respect. They deserve to live a life of love and compassion Nobody should be left out. No nation, no community, no ethnicity, no race, no religion, no color should be left out. Imam Hussein is a source of inspiration for the entire mankind. Therefore, my friends, millions of people are commemorating the event of Ashura and past Ashura. The Arba'in and past Arba'in. Millions of people. Among them are Muslims and non-Muslims. The Jewish community, the Christian community worldwide, the Sabian community, the Hindu community, the Sikh community, other communities are commemorating Imam Hussein. And this is a living testimony that Imam Hussein does not only belong to the past, he belongs to the current time, to the present time, and he belongs to the future. He's a source of enlightenment and inspiration for all. 
my friends, in the divine scriptures, whether they are Islamic or biblical, it says that passing of the time would not render universal heroes, universal leaders useless or old or obsolete. Their message does not expire. Their message is eternal, is ageless and limitless and endless because their message belongs to the entire humanity. It's not about specific group. It does not belong to a specific geographic area or ethnicity. It's about the promotion of mankind, pro promotion of the humanity. This is why they are celebrated every year. They are celebrated every geographic area, every continent, every country, every society celebrates them and commemorates their martyrdom. They don't expire. They are eternal. And one of those great leaders is Imam Hussein. We all celebrate him. My friends, one of the things that we learn from Imam Hussein is that he does not only belong to the Shias or the Muslims. We have to share him with others. We must share Imam Hussein with other people around us. We should not confine him and restrict him to our circles only. He belongs to the entire humanity. Imam Hussein, like the constellations, like the moon, the sun, does not belong to one country or one continent. When the sun rises, it sends its light, its warmth to the entire globe. Everything in this globe enjoys the sunshine, the light of the sun, the warmth, the heat of the sun. We have to live up to that responsibility and introduce Imam Hussein to mankind. His message is universal. We should not keep it local. How do we keep it local sometimes? We keep it local through some ceremonies and rituals. And we forget that Imam Hussein was not killed. So we commemorate him through ceremonies and rituals. Imam Hussein was killed because he stood against oppressors, against tyrants, against corruption, against injustice, against dictatorship, against poverty, against illiteracy, backwardness. And these are the things that we have to fight. We have to promote education. We have to promote health care. We have to promote equality. We have to promote freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of expression, freedom of life, freedom of choice. These are the principles that we have to promote. Freedom of humans. Imam Hussein was fighting corrupt leaders who pretended that they are Muslims. They were Muslims, but they were not. They were violating every, every single principle of Islam, just like Taliban today in Afghanistan. 
Taliban, they claim that they are there to promote Islamic so-called Sharia, but they are violating every single principle of the Islamic Sharia, of the Islamic law, of the Islamic book, of the Islamic prophet. Look at the way they treat women and children and minorities and others and others the way they treat the afghan people they stripped it stripped them of their freedom and their dignity this is one example and there are many other examples of how many muslims and non-muslims are suffering today imam hussein came to liberate all those people liberate them through education through political activism, through promoting human rights. We should not sit and watch what is happening and just say, well, my heart goes for those people. You are not doing, you are not going to do anything if you only feel sorry inside. Imam Hussein requires actions. This is why we have to turn these tears for Imam Hussein and the sadness and the sorrow into actions into changes. He wants to see changes in our societies. He wants to see me and you working for the poor, for the needy, for mankind in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our congregations, in our societies. He wants us to be active. He wants us to change. He wants us not just to sit and watch, be spectators. Imam Hussein wants actions. He wants us to do something, everyone according to his or her means. There were two camps on that day, and these two camps, they exist every single day. One camp was the camp of the Umayyad dynasty, Yazid and his father and his clan and his family and his cronies. They incarnated forces of darkness, of injustice, of arrogance, of evil, misguidance and damnation. On the other hand, it was the camp of Hussein, Hussein, his brothers, his children, his sister Zainab, his family, his companions, his friends. Though they were small group, they did not exceed 80, 80 individuals on the day of Ashura, no more than 80. But look what they did. They changed the whole world because they exemplified. They were the embodiment of justice, of a truth, of salvation, of light, of compassion and hope for the humanity and love for the humanity. In the camp of Imam Hussein, there were Though the camp was small, it contained only 80 people, 80 men, of course. There were equal number. Historians say there were another 84 women and children. This small camp, which, which was about the population of only 160 individuals, but they represented every creed, every color, every age every orientation there was the white the black 
the brown, the poor, the rich, the old, the young, the infants, men, women, Arabs, non-Arabs, people who were Christians few days before, and they joined the Imam. People who were on the side of the Umayyad dynasty, but they decided to join the Imam. It was a very colorful camp, small, but very influential, very powerful, very touching, very sincere, very dedicated. And always, my friends, always in the whole world, those who are dedicated are very few. The rest, 99% of the people are spectators. They just stand and watch. Those who get involved in actions are very few. And you are one of them. And those very few are going to change the whole world. Not the silent majority. The small minority that is dynamic, that is always hopeful, always optimistic, always working, always active, always energized, always inspiring. Imam Hussein inspired all religions, all people, Muslims, Shias, Sunnis, Sabians, Christians, Jews, Hindus, even atheists. I met some people who don't believe in God, but they believe in the revolution of Imam Hussein. They believe in his stand. They believe in his struggle. So he inspired all people. He inspired philosophers, intellectuals, educators, revolutionaries, politicians, Muslims and non-Muslims. Among those who were inspired, deeply inspired by Imam Hussein, was a Hindu, Mahatma Gandhi, and many others in the Indian subcontinent. In Europe, there were writers, intellectuals, artists, philosophers. Thomas Carlyle is one of them. Charles Dickens is one of them who was touched by Imam Hussein and his work. Nelson Mandela in South Africa was one of the leaders, revolutionaries, who was touched by Imam Hussein. A revolutionary leader, Scottish revolutionary leader, 700 years ago, by the name of Sir William Wallace, who was fighting for the independence of Scotland. A hero. He was captured. He was brought all the way from Scotland to London on one of the bridges of London, he was hanged. They hanged him at the age of 35. Before they hanged him, he was thirsty. He asked for some water. They said, we are not going to give you water unless you praise King Edward I. If you praise him, then you're going to get water. He was thinking for some time. He dropped his head down. He was thinking, then he raised his head. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to compromise my principles. And I'm going to follow the example of the Arabian leader, Al-Hussein, 700 years before him, who died thirsty. And he never accepted to succumb to the tyrant of the time. He and his family 
died thirsty. Hussein is my example. So Imam Hussein is a source of inspiration for mankind. Because Imam Hussein was dedicated. Imam Hussein had an element inside him. That element, we don't see it in many leaders nowadays. That element is called earnestness. Ikhlas in Arabic is ikhlas. Sincerity. He was sincere. Imam Hussein was not fighting for a post, for a position in the government, or to become a caliph. He didn't want to be a caliph. All what he wanted is to change the situation. The situation was miserable. Miserable. Terrible. Catastrophic. In all its dimensions. Imam Hussein came to change that situation. So people can have self-respect and self-worth. People were treated like animals. Subhumans. Imam Hussein came to change that situation. He stood for justice. He stood for equality. He stood for freedom. The freedom of the human being. He always said in his speeches when he addressed even the enemies on the day of Ashura in Karbala, in the land, on the land of Karbala. He said, be free in your life. Kunu ahrara. Be free. Because without a freedom, there is no difference between humans and animals. What distinguishes a humans from animals is a freedom. Freedom of choice. Freedom of thought. Freedom of religion. Freedom of work. Freedom of existence. This makes us, these equalities make us true human being. That was the message of Imam Hussein. We have to promote this message. We have to promote this message. America today needs someone like Imam Hussein who puts principles before interests. Principles first. Who puts principle. The principles, the values before desires. When people are given to their desires, they forget about their principles, they step on their principles, you lose everything. This life loses its essence, its beauty, its stability, its peace. If we really, if we really want to promote peace, Real peace, real stability, not phony peace, real peace. Then we have to promote human principles. One of them is justice. One of them is equality. One of them, when we look at people, people are equal in the eyes of God. People of different colors are equal. There is no room for racism. There is no room for a prejudice. There is no room for discrimination. People are equal. When people are able to live with respect in any society, this is the, the biggest victory. The biggest victory is not how much money you have in your bank account. Is not in what zip code you, your house is, your property is. These are irrelevant. The real dignity, the real freedom, 
is when you live, exist in any society, nobody is harassing you. Nobody is putting you down. Nobody is looking down at you. There is no racism. There is no hatred. There is respect and love. These are the ideals and the values, not only of Islam, but of every religion. Every religion. God says in chapter 17 in the Holy Quran, وَلَقَدْ indeed, verily, truly, كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمْ We have honored the children of Adam. Honored them. He said, Adam, Bani Adam, the children of Adam. He never said Muslims or this race or that race or Arabs or non-Arabs. Never. The children of Adam. We are all the children of Adam, descendants of Adam. Our forefathers are Adam and Eve. Therefore, we deserve dignity. This is why this, the name of your organization is what? Is what? Beautiful name. Stand with dignity. Dignity is important. When we are able to free people from slavery. Not just physical slavery. No. Spiritual. Mental. Slavery too. These are dangerous too. When we live free. And we can build our life based on freedom, equality, justice for all especially social justice. Today, when I travel in America, especially during this pandemic, what do you see? You see a growing and increasing number of homeless people in the streets. They break my heart. They truly break my heart because we've been told that we live in the richest society, in the strongest economy in the whole world. Now, if we live in the strongest economy, the first thing we must do is to help people out. Get them out of the streets. Don't make them suffer in the streets. Otherwise, what's the benefit of money? What is the benefit of strong economy if some portion of your people are suffering? We have to uphold the principles of Imam Hussein. We are in this life, on this earth, for a number of days. Not forever, number of days. Therefore, we have to work hard to uphold and promote the principles of Imam Hussein. May God bless you all. May God protect you all. Again, thank you for organizing on Zoom, though. Unfortunately, the annual <coughs> Imam Hussein Day Interfaith Conference, we hope next year next occasion the conference will be in person and also we pay tribute to the victims of 9-11-2001 this is their 20th anniversary we pay tribute to them those who lost their life during that very tragic day god bless you all wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh